Alrighty. Last of Us episode six. Which one? What is the name? Canon is the name of this episode. Um, High Love. This is probably the most emotional episode for Joel and Ellie. We finally get to see kind of like the fruits of the labor paying off, but also time skip, which I'm like, okay, that makes sense. They're going to have to do this um, just because basically I think, yeah, everything we've seen up until now is like real time with their relationship. So they don't have enough time in episodes like of filming time to basically give us all of the most important things of seeing them basically become father daughter. Um, so we needed to have something happen. The time to, skip was what, right after? It's between yeah. five and six, three months total. Oh, right. Because they just show up at the, the first scene's the, at the. They're in Wyoming, technically, I think. Okay. Yeah. Was there anything in the game that happened during that time that we now missed? Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I can't, I, I honestly can't really remember like what happens in the game. I need to keep playing. I'm behind <laughs> to remember. Oh, I wonder if um, there's a similar Do job. your job. <laughs> I am doing my job. It's called editing podcasts. If I don't oh. do that, if I don't do that, I can't. <laughs> I'd be behind on this. <laughs> wow, Wendell. Get an editor. Make a, bunch, make a bunch of money. Get an editor. Do your job. Yeah, viewers, you heard him. <laughs> Jesus. But um, I honestly don't know. I feel like there might be a time skip of some kind, but I don't remember what happens after they get out of the town, um, which is Pittsburgh in the game. Because I feel like they have to find another vehicle if they're actually going to make it across the United States. Because going out by foot, for even like through that, would take you probably longer than three months. I'm guessing, but like... <laughs> Walking across America and by foot is a very long journey. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember in the game. It's been a minute since I played it. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's been ten years. So it's okay. Yeah, it's getting it's getting into the areas of like I remember the high points, but not yeah. like the in between stuff. Um, high level for me. I I knew there was gonna be a time skip. I was like, there's probably gonna be a time jump. If it's not here, it's coming somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere yeah. within the last couple of episodes. Um, yeah, uh, same thing. And we could touch on it more later. But same thing for me. I just I always want more, and I'm realizing that. So I wish we could have seen some of that that development of their relationship and them growing because we kind of jump and then they're closer, obviously. Um, and then like the trauma of what happened to Henry and Sam we don't see like the direct really ramifications we kind of see it after they've kind of mulled over it for the past three months um, granted it comes up but you know same thing just more but not in a negative but we'll get we touch on that more yeah I agree I think it might have been interesting if you would have done this episode with a like a maybe some event that happens shortly after the Sam and Henry and then as that event closes, then it jumps to the three months later kind of thing to kind of show maybe the impact of what the Sam and Henry event impacted both of them. And then, you know, maybe it's some sort of lead up to um, Joel's kind of, is it panic or anxiety? I forget because he's like having 
heart problems and well not really heart problems but he's just like it's looming ever more heavily on him that he's going to fail effectively um and we see that right after the, the the episode opens there's like this homestead in the forest and they're kind of like where the hell are we <laughs> they, they, they don't have any idea where they are um but then you see joel kind of walk out of there and needs a moment to kind of center himself that's just spitballing in the fly i don't think it really takes away anything in the episode but you know just connecting the dots i guess yeah not at all i, I actually really love that i love the uh the married couple yeah that was a good <laughs> scene honestly dude they were so i did not expect that comic group i thought it was gonna be more tense and it was like <laughs> such comic relief i was like this is awesome uh um, they cracked me out but <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh Oh, what's you say about the fireflies? Where are the fireflies? Oh, they come out around whatever. Like, no, human <laughs> fireflies. Like, there's human fireflies. <laughs> like, dude, this is like such a dumb conversation, but how would they know what they're talking about? It's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're living out in the woods, not really interacting with people. They're like, <laughs> yeah. they have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> and they're chilling, dude. They're just there. They're like, we're, you guys want some soup? <laughs> it's like, they're just kicking it. Right. And um, the, the husband comes home. He's like, you made them soup. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, and that's my favorite thing was like, he's like, he's like, you're going to point the map exactly where we are. And if it's different from where your, where your wife pointed, then I'm going to shoot you. And then he looks, he, he looks at her. He's like, did you lie? <laughs> did you lie to them? And she goes, no, are you lying to me? <laughs> it was such like just this old couple just hanging out. They just sort of not take any of that shit seriously. Right. And you know they've been together for like 30 years because he wouldn't be that yeah. nonchalant about these things. <laughs> I loved it. That was dope. Um, yeah, I mean, at least my thing that I, I think I appreciate most about the show and right here is that this like, they're cool with meandering and like introducing these characters. I don't, they're not in the game. I'd be surprised, but I don't remember them at all. Um, or anything even like that, but it's like, yeah, just take a minute. You know what I mean? Another, again, I think a theme here is about love and like relationships, you know what I mean? With someone you love. Cause you have this older couple kind of mirrors Joel and Ellie in a sense. Um, obviously not romantic, but just like, and how you love someone and like the banter they have. And stuff like that i think they're really nailing that theme because like everyone you meet has a partner or something someone that they love or cared about like one other person mm -hmm. um and so i like that just was like this is really like subverted but like good writing you know what i mean hmm. yeah yeah you're right about the relationship thing and and to point out the idea that throughout this show there's been these pairings of people and the theme is something like even when the world ends, you can just find that one, if you can just find one person that you give a shit about, that's enough. Yeah. I think, I think that's a big, like a core theme in everything The Last of Us is doing. And especially, I think it's even, it's not really a change. Hmm. I guess it is kind of a pivot because Bill's character is a lot different in, in this show than it was in the game where Bill is shown as more of a bitter kind of resentful person be given his his circumstances whereas in this show it's it was like like you said joe it's like it's enough to have that person that you're you're so devoted to right like at the very end he says you are my purpose to frank and i think it's kind of counter it's it's a 
a shift in what we've seen in, in historically from like probably early 2000s era um, post-apocalyptic films where it was about like survivors versus the world. And it was not just zombies, but other survivors too. And I think this show is really, it's, it's emphasizing the humanity aspects that even when people are at their worst, it's, they're still not trying to turn it into like an us versus them conflict. It's always other people. And I think we see that as we will get into it when we see Jackson, which is the city or the settlement that is working. Um, and I think that was really front and center on display in this episode of like, nope, like just because the world goes to shit doesn't mean we'll just forget about how to like be humans <laughs> or like at least try to make something that works for more of us than just two people. Yeah, it's like the world goes on and people will carry on. Um, we can't help it. We're, we like communities, you know? Like, we like building something with other people that we share a bond with, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's funny because it's like Ellie. At least I felt this more with Ellie than Joel, but him too. Um, I know we jumped ahead a little bit, but they just, I don't know, they look like, so like, what the fuck? Like, this shit people live like this like they're so like taken back because yeah, they've been out by themselves for so long mm -hmm. um you know what i mean i was like oh that's kind of interesting to throw them in there and one's i know you might know is this um that's nah, not really spoiler territory is this an area that comes up in the second game or no yeah this is that t the town in the very beginning of, okay of the of the second game okay I, I was like it looks like it but i wasn't yeah. sure it it's crazy how close looks to the second game i was like this is ridiculous like yeah. these guys really went all out in making the set design like these entire like indoor spaces or outdoor spaces of like this makeshift city that's kind of like really like a small suburban downtown area that's just been turned into a makeshift settlement effectively in the middle of wyoming so it's like i don't know it's just like weird it's like feels so out of place in some sense right yeah. The town is cool. Like, I just like it. It felt warm. <laughs> Christmassy, naturally. Very Christmassy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I want to hang out and have pumpkin pie and, <laughs> and do like normal people stuff. Does communism intrigue you, Joe? <laughs> That's right. At the late comrade, I have converted over to good Marxian way. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that exchange, dude. I was like, oh my god. It's like, oh, like communism. No, not really. A little bit. No, it's a commune. It's communism. It's like, <laughs> and Tommy's like, just oh. like Yeah. It's funny. Like, like, it works so well because under like the the whole subtlety thing is like these are a bunch of Texans. <laughs> you, you can tell that they're like it's like they both, neither of them like the idea of it being a commune. Right. <laughs> they can't even say it. Oh man. I, I really loved it. Um, but, but jumping back a little bit, I just, I thought it was really, or I'm kind of curious what you guys thought about the, um, when they first encounter like the Jackson people or whatever. Um, one, I liked how they did that. Um, with the river, they're like, oh, if you cross the river, it means death or whatever the exact quote was. And they cross and everything's fine, right? It's all chill. And then they get to another one or another part of it. And Ellie's like, 
maybe this was the river they were talking about. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like, oh shit. And that's right when they come up. Right. Um, but I was, um, I'm just curious what you guys thought about that scene. Cause I was, I was just, I don't know. I, I felt out of place a little bit. Cause I was like, maybe it's because I was believing so much it was going to turn bad, you know, and since it didn't, you know, I'm just curious what you guys thought about that. Yeah. I was under the impression you were, I was like, oh, this is going to be real bad. Like this dog is going to mess up Ellie. <laughs> At right. least that's what I was anticipating. I was disoriented by the cut, like, or the editing in that piece. Cause like they were, they got over the river and I think it was like a bridge or something that they went over the first river. Yeah. And then they're like at another river and they go, well, maybe this one's death river. And my thought was, did you cross this one? Did we see you cross two rivers? Hold on. Like I was confused. I was like, hmm. it, it was almost like they just filmed the same river twice and they didn't want to like <laughs> go find another river for filming purposes. <laughs> they just implied. And like, I could hop on, like I could jump on into their logic and be like, okay, I guess they, they already crossed that river and this is just a different river, but nothing about the way that that was filmed implied that they had come across two rivers. They had to say it. Mm. So mm. I was a little disoriented, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess we all were for slightly different reasons, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't, there was nothing too major. I was just for people that were made out to be, um, and actually now that I'm saying this, I think later in the episode, they answered it, but you know, the rumor about them made them out to be so like, like attack on site kind of people. And they were very much like, what's up? Tell us your name. You know, I mean, we're gonna have our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, I thought this would be more of like a conflict. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But. As I was saying that, I remember later in the episode, um, I'm forgetting her name, but Tommy's wife, um, can't Maria, Maria. Yeah. Yep. She says, uh, just because your reputation is bad, doesn't mean you're bad or something like that. The quote goes, um, so I think that answers my question right there. Yeah. And I liked that, that maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I liked that that moment was a jab. Like when she says like, you know, some, just because your reputation is bad doesn't mean that you're bad most of the time or whatever it was that she said after that. And she like mm -hmm. looks at Joel and it's yeah. like this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tommy has said quite a few things. About <laughs> things they yeah. imply that they did. Yeah. Yeah. I was also kind of surprised because I don't remember this in the game at all of them going to Jackson. I know they meet Tommy, but I cannot remember what the circumstances are. This kind of goes back to the beginning of the episode of like trying to understand the major plot points, but I honestly don't remember this. <laughs> so maybe this is is how it was intended. Um, but I know they meet Tommy, and then this later on in the episode we'll we'll get to the the events that come to the head of I mean effectively Joel trying to shirk his responsibility um but we can go back toward to jackson and just kind of talk about like seeing the like world building aspect of this because you finally get to see like some of humanity really reasserting itself like you see st functioning stables you see 
storefronts. I mean, like an auditorium where they're watching movies. Like, I don't know. It's like really wholesome in this world of that's supposedly decaying and failed. And but like, here it is. Like humanity's finding a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was um, it was a nice breath. And again, as I said, like it's nice to see them kind of so out of place, you know, in the middle of their journey and especially because Joel's under the impression he's trying to save Tommy. And I feel like that's what kind of brings to his, like, what the fuck is going on? You're just chilling. I've been crossing the country for you and you're over here kicking it. You're married. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you're going to be a dad. <laughs> yeah. And you're having a kid. Like, and so he clearly justifiably is like, what, why'd you stop communicating with me? Right. Because if Tommy just said, yo, bro, I'm good. That effectively ends the whole show. <laughs> you know, we don't have a show anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you're you're down. <laughs> so, like everything Joel's going through, is basically because Tommy was trying to disband himself from who he was before. Um, which is interesting because Joel's have Joel's having his own like internal crisis right before this. Gets there, sees everything's all good, and then he's dealing with this like idea of he's a failure essentially and having panic attacks all of a sudden. Um. Then he's like fixated on this goal. I have to save my brother. He gets there. His brother's good. And now he's like still like, now what the fuck am I failing all the time? And that just like, I feel like it intensifies for him. Um, and I like that that's kind of juxtaposed in this like very calm Christmas around the corner. Let's go see a movie. We have all this food. We have enough. We have enough as much as you like. Um, it's like jarring, you know? Yeah, doesn't um, Tommy tell them he's like there's this place for you here if you want to stay kind yeah. of thing. yeah like dangles the carrot in front of both of them right i i liked the whole conflict with in that whole the whole portion of the like emotional conflict in jackson where it's like like joel is upset about all this he feels uh, like a failure i was on his side with tommy i was like bro what the fuck in <laughs> like, the fact that in the fact i would be livid <laughs> i would be so livid <laughs> but the fact that um tommy even asks him when they're at the bar like how's tess and he, he just says yeah she's fine like he, he's not processing that at all right and she died on the way to help tommy and so she's dead because of him. And it turns out they didn't even need to come help him out because he's eating pumpkin pie and he's a fucking bartender, apparently. <laughs> what the shit? I would, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that bar scene I thought was really good, you know, because it's like Joel is coming to terms with this. And not coming to terms with, no, he's not coming to terms with it at all. But he's like immediately like, you know the area, you know where you need to go, she'll be safer with you. And then he doesn't even like tell Tommy at all, like like why. He just says, You used to be a firefly, go do the thing. <laughs> like, finish it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and, well, he tells him he tells him what happens with or happened with Sally. Yeah. And right now he knows that she's immune. So that's a big part. And then he, he has the outburst about, not outburst, but like confession of um, 
feeling like a failure and I wouldn't be shocked if to some degree showing up and seeing that this big mission that you went on was for nothing, that that feels like being a failure as well. It's like didn't even <laughs> like accomplish right. anything by traveling across the United States for months on end and trying not to die. You're like, yeah, travel across the United States. I'm going to go save my younger brother. Oh, clearly he's doing better than I am. <laughs> like yeah. he found a whole settlement here and he's a communist now. <laughs> it's like, I get the feeling that he was able to keep a certain level of distance between he and Ellie because of the, it wasn't the goal to, you know, the initial goal wasn't like, okay, get Ellie here to do this, right? That came after the fact. His main mission was, I have to save my brother. I need the battery. I got to save my bro. But then he gets there, his bro's good. And so he's like, fuck, now he's like directly, there's nothing that he can put in between that connection with Ellie, what he has to do with her, his mission, right? And now he's like directly faced with like, should I care about this girl? But like, what happened the last time I cared? The last, anytime I cared about someone at all, what happened? And now he's faced with that, right? He can't get past it. And so he's like, ah, it's too much. Tommy, can you do this? I don't press myself to do this, right? Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I did like the, the emotional stakes there. I was like, shit, like, what do you do in that kind of situation? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you can imagine he's, I mean, obviously traumatized, right. Um, and being faced with that. But where I think Joel's immature is that like Ellie's a person with their own feelings and her own issues and trauma and like the worst thing that can happen to her is what he's trying to do and she's yeah. and we already know that she said this too where she's like i don't want to end up alone right right and there's this whole like thing there where it's like he can't relive his daughter dying and ellie's becoming like his daughter and so he wants to distance himself again from this particular thing and this whatever, the whole mission. Uh, so he hands it over to his brother only to realize, like, you deserve a choice and um, I can't do that. Or I can't just abandon you in some sense. And then she immediately makes the choice. She's like, yep, throws her fucking bag in and is like, you're the one killing me. It's like, but this is how we're doing. We, we've jumped ahead because there's a scene we have to talk about before we get to that point. What did I? What about? What are we missing? The when it was, I don't know if it was before the bar scene or after the bar scene where Joel convinces his brother to take Ellie the next day, but he goes to Ellie to kind of tell her the news of like, mm. I'm out, Tommy's in, and this is where Ellie kind of cracks and's like, what the fuck, dude. Like, we've been through all of this together, and he's like, you're not taking my position into account of, like, <clears throat> paraphrasing, but this is also one of the cutscenes in the game that's, like, super emotional. Um, I, I remembered it after the fact. I was like, oh, wow, they nailed this. Because yeah. this is, like, almost scene for scene um, from the game. But basically, Ellie's like, when I'm with you, I feel less scared or less alone. And then so Joel is trying to back out of the situation after having basically become this, like, someone Ellie can rely on. And now she, he's just like, see you later. I've got you this far. Peace. 
And then that then it goes to the next scene in the morning where then Joel is procrastinating getting the horse ready. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. You tried to, you little chicken shit. <laughs> right. Like you tried, you, you tried to leave and now you're having bad some second thoughts and you're like, okay, I guess I should be, I guess I should do the right thing. Are you giving, are you giving him shit for not leaving? <laughs> well, because like, I was like annoyed because he, like, he, he goes through all of this stuff just to like second guess himself kind of thing. Yeah. He puts himself not even a man. A real <laughs> man would abandon his fake daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it is it's like, bro, you could have just go apologize. That's what I'm saying. Like he should have turned around and like, you know, it would have been it would I mean, but it's typical Joel, right? Like stern, stern, like I'm disconnected from my emotions. I'm not gonna be able to like say that I was wrong. But yeah. I'll be like, well, I guess I should give you a choice. I think it's like even, that Han Solo move. Like, I love you. I know. Right. I, I think he even says something like, like, oh, I, I was getting ready to leave and then I realized I was still here or, so, or something like that. Where <laughs> yeah. he's like, just and then she throws like, the bag at him. I love that. I was yeah. like, typical, like classic Ellie move right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, just say my bad. Like, <laughs> is that that hard? Jeez. Right? Like, you've been traveling for like the last three months together. I think this is, you're beyond the point. Yeah. Of having to make excuses of why you're still lingering around. Right. <laughs> See, I, I love their relationship in the show. Like, they do it. They do it in exactly the way that I'm, like, I'm very happy that they don't botch it. Because I can see the, like, attractor. And the attractor is like, oh, we can just make Ellie, like, just kind of always a little smarter than Joel. She's always a little better than Joel. And then, like... Um, it sets her up to be this kind of Mary Sue character and that can happen, but they keep not doing it and they make it more believable the whole time because it's like just the, just the scene with them shooting, like I think that comes after this, right? Where they're on there. He, yeah. Cause he gets the new rifle and after they reconcile in the horse stable and decide to go, they become very much like father and daughter. And you even have a scene where she's trying to shoot the rifle and hit like the little person that they set up, the little scarecrow mm -hmm. person that faces as asshole. <laughs> and he nails it, but she doesn't. But that's like, that's what I want to see because now he has a way of like inviting her into adulthood by like being a good father, by like, let me show you how to shoot. Let me show you how to ride a horse or whatever the hell it is. Dude, it just hit me. This is the first time that Ellie gets to choose who she's going with. Because since the beginning of the series, she's been told by other people, Joel is going to take care of you now. Hmm. And now when Joel tries to leave, she's then for, finally given the agency to be like, okay, this is your choice. Who do you want? Who do you want to want to protect you? That's damn. I think that speaks a lot. Like he recognized that, like he probably didn't do this intentionally. No. But like him just saying like, you get the choice is like exactly what she needed. Right. Yeah. it's like damn that was dope that was, it, dope. Just, that was a dope catch, on, yeah. it just hit me Joe, on, on how Joe's just explaining that scene especially with the, the shooting scene because like, you're totally right because she's like missing it and then she's like you're, like, you're not going to be able to hit that and then she, he's like watch me <laughs> basically and then he's like you asshole <laughs> yeah it's like we finally got the reward of what was being teased this whole show of their like connection but they're like mm -hmm. fighting it and now they're like okay 
finally we get the acceptance that they're like, okay, we care about each other, like in this kind of father daughter right. sense, you know, like we're, um, we're in it for the long haul, like damn the consequences. Right. Now that I think about it, I think Joel had made, this is the first choice Joel made in some sense, because he was, he was reluctant to take, he was reluctant to go out at all. Yes. And then, but he could, but his brother was being an ass. So he thought, well, he was being an ass, just not in the way we thought, <laughs> but <laughs> um, so he had to, in some sense, go out. He's obligated to go out and help his brother. And then when Tess made her dying wish, he had some sense had no choice but to take Ellie. And now this is a time where he could abandon her. And in fact, he was given the, the out. His brother agreed to do it. And he still was like, you know what? In his own way, took, made the choice for himself that he wanted to do this. And so it's like, they both converged. They both decided to, to stick it out together, whatever happened. Hmm. And because they both have the opportunity to make that choice, the next scenes was they're on the horseback growing. You see them really connect on like a warmer way. Hmm. King jokes about like raising sheep or whatever the hell. Or no, it was the yeah. sheep. What did he say? It said he had some other option. He opened up about something else. I don't remember what it was. He wanted to be a singer. Oh, um, yes. Right. Yeah. He wanted to be the singer. And then Ellie's like, you can't just say that and not sing now. <laughs> he was like, he's like, yes, I can. <laughs> We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire ran out. Oh, we're going to Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got our series ends on a Joel song. The singing and then Ellie teasing Joel in her classic way. Um, what happens after that? They're heading to this hospital where Tommy told them where the fireflies were. And he, do they do we know where they are? Oh, they're in Utah. Yeah, it was Salt Lake City because when they get to, or no, he tells them. No, it's in Colorado. They travel. Right, to. it was like one of the universities. So. They go to one of the universities where there are the baboons running around. Yes, that's what it was. And four scavengers. And um, Joel gets stabbed with a fucking... <laughs> with a broken... A broken bat, right? Yes. Yeah. Bad I was bit. like... When when that like scene happened and because they, they're walking around the university or yeah it was a university right yeah and they're just kind of like <clears throat> you kind of see all those scavengers show up and I'm like oh Jesus what if they find the horse because if I were the bad guys in this situation the first thing I see is like well I'm gonna stay by this fucking horse because <laughs> if somebody's here. They're right. going to have to come back to their, to their wheels effectively. Um, and I'm assuming in this post-apocalyptic world, having a horse is, um, probably a very nice thing to have. I kind of was wondering why they didn't ambush him. Yeah. You know, like they had, they knew that they, <laughs> Ellie and Joel knew that the scavengers were there, but the scavengers apparently didn't know that they were there. Now, I get that they were trying to slip out without coming into any trouble, but part of me was like, well, that was probably the wiser choice. It's probably smarter to try to get out of there undetected, but... Yeah. This movie, you know, we're watching a show. They're going to have 
it's gonna be a yeah. That's it. You're not gonna see all of the 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 major plot points, or some of it's gonna be plausible deniability, just for the sake of increasing the tension, right? Because otherwise, it would be kind of boring. but they they do get so that they when they are there they do get look at the map and on the map they have all these little thingies and the little thingies all lead all the pins lead to salt lake city utah which i'm guessing that was similar to the game yeah i I don't know where it was but i know that they you end up converging on a point where they have like effectively there's a hidden lab the fireflies have set up to like search for a cure, whatever that looks like. And I'm probably foreshadowing a little too much, but the game's been out for 10 years, so, so. I'm sure for people who already care about the ending have already looked it up to how the game ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that's going to be, you know, the climax. Probably, probably the last episode is where that's going to culminate, likely. But now we know where they got to go. Um, I mean, from Colorado where they're at to Utah, that's not a short <laughs> distance. I wonder. Well, yeah. let's see what they. So they were at. They're somewhere in Colorado. Was it Colorado State? Something like that. Something like that. It doesn't say on summary. I'm I'm looking at. Colorado Mountain Campus, Colorado State University. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's Colorado State University. Maybe, right? Let's try this. Colorado State University to Salt Lake City. To five and a, it's a six hour drive. It is a 90 hour walk. 270 miles. So that'll take you five days, something like that. So that's not insane. No, I would honestly have thought it'd be longer. Yeah. I didn't realize that Salt Lake City was that far north. Huh. I kind of thought it was. It's more like four days. A four day if you walk 24 hours a day, which is obviously not possible. But. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been to Salt Lake City. I remember driving to Vegas and seeing road signs saying, continue this way for Salt Lake City. Hmm. But uh, that's the best I've got. I've yeah, got, i got nothing I can give Joel and Ellie about the lay of the land. <laughs> they're on their own, quite literally. Own. Sorry, I know that they, their entire journey was hinged on my opinion of Salt Lake City. Um, but yeah, this episode kind of ends on a huge cliffhanger with Joel being stabbed in the stomach. Um, They get away, though, but they're kind of going down railroad tracks, and then Joel falls off the horse, kind of in and out of consciousness, and Ellie's panicking. But yeah, it's really... I mean, we have to know that Joel is going to live, but how... Yeah, there's still... (laughs) There's still three more episodes, so we know he's going to live, but how or by who or what does Ellie figure out? We don't know as of yeah. right now. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how do you remember how far of a horse ride it was? It's like three days or something. Probably. 
three days out from help and he'd been stabbed and he fell off the horse like that's how fucked up he is yeah plus like a but stomach wound like that is not a good wound to have and he pulled out the piece of wood yeah. i don't know in the in the civil war if you got shot in the stomach they would just leave you on the battlefield with your rifle and one bullet because it could take you they couldn't help you you wouldn't be able to survive there's nothing they could do for you and it would take you like two days or something to die so they're just like okay well you make your peace with god and then do what you gotta do yeah so i don't know how long it would actually take for someone to die from a stuff yeah especially when there's no i mean probably a limited supply of antibiotics and i don't know what they even brought on with them um and then I will I will say though that watching the post credit scene, um, kind of explanation or no yeah it was post credit scene but then also with like the teaser of like in the next episode kind of thing, it looks like episode seven is going to be a flashback episode kind of highlighting what happened to Ellie before episode one of the of the of the show, so. Everything that I saw from that trailer or that, uh, yeah, that I guess it's a trailer technically. Um, as far as I know, this is all new because I don't remember them really explaining anything backstory wise with Ellie. I wonder if they'll show any of Joel's adventure stuff, like the it, bad picture he and his brother did and all that. It's interesting. They might, it's possible because of the way, like if he's going in and out of consciousness, being wounded, it could be use that as a reason to go back and forth but yeah i mean there's i don't really there's not much else to really say as of the yeah. way this ends it's a really straightforward episode i thought it was just yeah. very much like and not huge set pieces nothing crazy for the plot as far as we're concerned i mean things from an emotional level between joel and ellie um that were good and i enjoyed i liked the conflict between the brother and him i liked the reconciliation between ellie and him and the conflict that came out of that i liked jackson i liked there i liked the whole of the episode's great but it, there's just not a whole lot that happened exactly yeah i guess the only other thing we didn't really touch on is that ellie found out about uh joel's joel's daughter um and that ha he she did say that when Joel was telling her that Tommy, she's like, I know about Sarah. And I think that was part of what triggered him. Now that I'm remembering, um, he's like, don't you dare compare yourself. <laughs> like, or try to reach out to me emotionally. Cause I've cut that self off or cut that off from myself from processing it. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's, it was pretty straightforward. I think like you said, it's also more just an emotional episode and like who, like they're, the emotional turning point of the episode of the show yeah like okay they both have set down their guards as much as they possibly can they're in it they're in this thing to the very end yeah and now it's ellie's test can she save joel right right it'll be interesting i liked this whole thing but i'm in agreement i'm holding my breath for the next episode same thing <laughs> what the oh are we does it's on sunday damn it it's it on sunday <laughs> yeah i was thinking i was like i'm already gonna be 
back in Nashville <laughs> by the time it airs. I was like, if we could all have a watch party, that would have been awesome. But that would have been legit if we could yeah. do that. But sadly, it is not meant to be. Nope. So it goes. I don't know. I'm good if you're good. I don't really have anything else to say. Me neither. It's a shame we lost Jordan. Um, yeah, I know. But, uh, he'll be in the next episode. Yeah. So. I don't know. Technical difficulties. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that stuff. But on to episode seven, everybody.